When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs postgame show presented by PointsBet. Use that code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to 2000 bucks. It is a Cubs sweep on a watch-along Sunday, our yeah. first ever for the CHGO Cubs. Oh, yeah. We've been on live on YouTube since the postgame show. Um, and I, hopefully we do this again because it was kind of fun yeah, to just hang out fun. through the I entire game. Yeah. We We're 1-0 oh, since we... Live stream during the entire game. That's right. <laughs> right. And the Cubs haven't lost a game since the All-Star break. Yep. Undefeated. undefeated in CHGO yep. uh, after the All-Star. Post, as I say, post the Cubs have never history. lost a game after the All-Star break in the history of uh, – or in the CHGO sports era. And what do we? What was this? We'll always remember this as the live stream game, the watch-along party. We'll also remember it as the Jan Gomes game. The, the Jan Gomes game. The Jan Gomes game, man. Was, this is it. He did have a great game. There was the Sandberg game. Now we got the on Gomes game. The on Gomes game. Well, I mean, what? I think what needs to happen is we just we got to wear these shirts. Every time. That's right. The shirts going. <laughs> we all did it. Donuts every day. Keep Jared, the winning streak alive. Cody, Cody Del Mendo was the first one to walk in with the shirt on. Then I walked in with the shirt on. Then Jared Willis walks in with the shirt on. We're all like, was Ryan going to wear the shirt? <laughs> sure enough, here comes Herrera. Last went through the door, and he's got it on too. I was like, and we, we didn't even plan it. It was. I, I was thinking like we we did the the Spider Man meme. They're like pointing at each other. We should we should have done that. Yeah, we should have done that. Should have done that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kevin Kaduk says we have to wear the matching T shirts until the winning streak ends, or we need to have donuts every game till the winning streak ends. That's true. Do what right a, donuts came through. Yeah. Gave us a little boost there. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Pushed us through to the final. Uh, so really, I mean, you could say it was the Gomes game, but for me, this was the Smiley game. Like, yeah, Drew Smiley. Number one is obviously someone they're trying to trade here yeah. by August 2nd. And this is now a couple in a row that have been pretty good. And this might this, this game here, six innings, one earned run, 12 outs on his knuckle curves. They showed a graphic in the game. This might be enough to get a team to nibble. Yeah. yeah. That's my opinion. You're not going to get a big fish, but you might get a keeper. You might get a keeper to nibble on the hook. Yeah. I've I've seen people I've seen like on Twitter already people saying like the Cubs shouldn't let Smiley pitch again. Like this, I agree. Like, this is like I, the one. No, that, I agree. Trade him this week. Yeah, this is the Next one. Four that days. Ended, this is the time to do it. A good yeah. quality start for Drew Smiley. And, and given then, given that they're not probably not going to be able to trade one or two of the guys that they clearly had had sights on. Yeah. Moving at the deadline. Now you have uh, this is about as good of a start as you can hope for from Smiley going into it's really like this is the last week or so before the deadline hits. This is definitely the time to do it. So I, I think I agree. Don't don't start him again. Um, I pick up the phone and, and work on making some moves in the next yeah. couple of days. Because at that point, you're kind of just risking him having a really bad start. Right. Right. Like this is a 
this would be the good start to be like, hey guys, you see what your smile did? Like he's, he looks good. Yeah. He's healthy. Like this is the one that. That's the word. Yeah. Worse yet, get hurt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That too. Yeah. He's get, healthy right now. I yeah. I get on the phone this afternoon, and I'm. <laughs> did I'm you see that? Did you see that? Yeah. That was a team trying to make the playoffs. Shut them down. Um, If you didn't join us for the entire live in-game betting thing we did on points bet today, you missed out. Uh, We'll be doing more of them in the future. Uh, Today's deal was if you have placed a $50 bet with points bet, you get the CHGO uh, glass, which is pretty cool. So we'll try more of them. It was fun. Again, the chat was active. Yes. which And a good time hanging out with everybody. A lot of the regulars were on there. Even Rachel's joining from London. So, uh, Cubs sweep. Who had Cubs sweeping the Phillies? Not me. Not, not even me. Captain not Positive down yeah. there. Cody Del Mendo could muster up a sweep <laughs> over the Phillies coming out of the All-Star break. <laughs> no, and that's... Yeah. Is this the Cubs' first sweep of the year? Like, we got no, I, I don't, don't think, think so. I don't think so either. No. No. Pretty sure it's not. No, they, who did they sweep after the like losing streak? They blood. sweep the Braves? No, they won no, two, two out of three. three. No, they, yeah, they no. took two out of honestly, three. Honestly, it feels series. like the first sweep of the year. It might, honestly, because of what? They took two of three. It can't be the first sweep of the year. Is it that bad? <laughs> no, I, th- I think they've had no, at least, they've had a sweep, right? at least one other one. How bad is it that we have to de- try to like, – We're not sure because like, that, that's right. a conversation. is just embarrassing. In the third week of July, <laughs> we're like, have they swept anyone yet? Not is, good. Is this the high point of the season? Yeah. Is this the high point? I don't know. Somebody will, no, confirm say, that for us. I, I don't I'm think so. I will say I did not expect a sweep, especially in Philadelphia. Um, you know, obviously they don't have Harper and Romuto's out, I think, too. No, did he didn't those out there. Yeah, but they had Schwarber and Castellanos. They had a double play, revenge he game. He played the weekend, yeah. though. Okay. Double Revengers lined up. You still have some bats in that lineup. It's not nothing um, for, for Smiley today. I mean, that's still – he's going up against a pretty formidable, formidable lineup, mm-hmm. even without those guys. So – I don't think we should take too much away from what Smiley yeah. did today. Oh, and, and he did it with, you know, what he like. He, he threw more singers today than he did, uh, than he has all year pretty much. Um, and he, he got up almost a half. He got 0.4 miles per hour higher on this. A little, little uptick in velocity. He had that last week too. Or um, when was whenever his last start was. It might have been Sunday or Saturday of la- before the All-Star break. But he had, you could see the velocity was up. And, you know, whether, he was, whether he was more amped to pitch or something or he just like is feeling better that's a good sign another then good the, sign for health yeah and total what i don't know what his pitch total was today number of innings you know going yeah, yeah. through six full innings all, all things that point to he's feeling good things are looking good right now mm-hmm. so if you're another team looking to add him that's yeah. all stuff you like to well, see well then he had the knuckle curve work in it uh, 24 swings nine whiffs um at 38 percent 12 outs rate. 12 outs on the knuckle curve alone yeah yeah i mean he 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 was pitching really well. I mean, we were talking about it. He had that perfect game run ended by that play that Morel was it Morel? I think Morel had yeah, it in center. Almost had it in center, and we were talking about how like if that if he if he ended up throwing a perfect game or a no hitter or whatever, that was the play. He just <laughs> Cody casually taking down the do right donut. <laughs> Sorry, that, that would have been the there's any left. It's that, like he looked over, he caught me watching. He's like, just, <laughs> just putting it away. I haven't had a lot to I'm say. I'm impressed. Those show. things have been sitting there for a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm amazed there's any left. Yeah. So Cody hasn't anything to say because this this is where we're supposed to let him rant, and well, he's like, well, I don't know. I was, was in the process good. of putting up our our winning graphic up nice. on the Twitter account. So 
No, this is a fun one, man. Uh, thanks to everyone in the chat today, making this one fun. We reached anywhere between 60 to 80 people uh, for a 11 a.m. game on Sunday for a team that's 20 under 500. Like 19 now. 19 now. Like like we said, 19 more to go. Maybe we'll <laughs> be right back in the wild card, Jace. Don't let me talk myself into it. <laughs> We're not. <laughs> David Snyder says it's just a push to get to 10 games under 500. And I'm telling you, that is not yeah, happening. I'm, I'm totally I mean, kidding. I don't even think just, get let, there. just let me enjoy it. Savor the flavor, guys. Yeah. Um, this is the March to 63. Yeah, the March, March to 63. 63. That's what we really And it is care the about. first sweep. Kevin well, Kadek yeah, told us it. it is a sweep, first sweep, even though they've been swept. Seven times. So been, <laughs> don't tell me they haven't been part of sweeps this season. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, this yeah, is number Drew eight. Smiley was great. Nelson Velasquez, have we talked about him yet? Because that bomb was fun. Yeah. Um, Christopher Morrell continues to mash since the break has ended. Uh, yeah, man. I, I, today was another one of those where it's like, you know, all year we've been talking about half Contreras, and like how good they are. Like these last three games, it's like we're seeing a lot of the young guys come up come out and, like, have some fun and do, yeah, do some things. Velasquez had a, a series. He had another home run mm-hmm. today, yeah. which we'll get to, I guess, Cody. Um, oh, yeah, we will. Uh, but he had a, a good weekend. I mean, and then that's, like, I saw someone on the chat, like, Velasquez needs to play a lot more. I agree. I think Velasquez, it's kind of what we've been saying all year. Like, he, these guys, some of these guys need to be playing every day, even if you're letting them, you know, you're letting them go and then you kind of just let them sink or swim. Mm-hmm. I think Velasquez is, like, if he's playing every day and then struggles like that, just kind of comes with becoming an, a major league baseball player. Like let him let him go through struggles if they come, right? Like that that's if you're trying to see if these guys can be capable contributors to to uh, competitive teams in the future. Like letting them play often is going to be the yeah quickest let, way to even see that if they can do that. Let them rack up as many plate appearances yeah. as they can. Because that's when you start to you get that sample size that's large enough. Like we were talking about during the game, about getting a sample size that's large enough for you to say, okay, they've gone through that phase where the league has adjusted to them, and now they need to adjust back in some way. And how do they look after that's happened? I'd like to be able to see Velasquez get enough plate appearances this year where you can end the season and look at what he's done and, and have some kind of an ability to measure it and say, okay, I think we know what we have here. Cause we talked about Morrell earlier yeah. and he's already, he's over 250 plate appearances so far this season hitting like 280 something. So I think it's, I'm very comfortable saying, I think Morrell's legit. So now I want to see, let's, let's get Velasquez in that lineup as much as we can so we can make the same same case for him. Let's take a look at the who-you-got results since uh, Velasquez is certainly part of that. Cody's uh, feeling good. He's got the do-right donut. We'll get to his wagers it's Sunday. later. But, you know, he did get who-you-got today. Extending his who-you-got lead. And part of, yeah, what's the... The, part of the thing, I, you took Velasquez. I had Horner, who only reached base by getting hit. Getting hit. <laughs> um, part of the thing that I like that we maybe don't mention enough is Morrell and Velasquez, you're talking 22 and 23. Right. Like a lot of guys aren't even in the majors by then. You know, it's even if they have struggles at this point and you could say, well, look at a bad week. He might just be this or he might be that. Wait a second. A lot of the guys that you're hoping to get to the majors won't even be there by that age. So yeah. they still have a lot of growing to do. Yeah. This is just super valuable experience that they're getting this season. Yes, it's in a losing season. And there aren't, but, but this is like a, play, every game's like a playoff 
game yeah. for those guys at this moment. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also kind of like we said, we've said about Nico, like this is the year, like oh, he's mm-hmm. breaking out. He has been in the majors for you know parts of the last four seasons, right? Yeah, four but seasons. He, yeah. But he also didn't spend a lot of time in the minors. Like a lot of his development as a baseball player, which should have been spent or which should have been coming in like Tennessee and right. Iowa, like a lot of that was coming at the major league level because he was up because he had to come up pretty quickly in 19 because of the Javi injury and then – um, you know, same with just, these two guys, right? Really it's the same up. situation. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like like the, like a lot of these Almost. guys are just a lot of their development is going to come at the big league level if Morel and Velasquez stick around for more than where they're at right now. Like a lot of the development they have that that would be coming in the minors at this point in their careers is instead going to be coming at the major league level. So like to see guys struggle at all is not like it's it's definitely not surprising if and they it, do. Yeah, right? and it, and it's worth it. take the the Horner comparison and there's. It's not exactly the same because injuries have played a role in his development for sure, but he, he got called up in September of 2019. It's now July 2022, and we're talking about Horner really breaking out and being yeah. the guy. So in the same kind of way, it might be 2024, that year that we've talked about as being maybe a com- first competitive season in a while. That's when you really have Morrell um, and Vol- maybe Velasquez, but some of these guys like really starting to come into their own as they're developing at this level, it might take until then for that to happen. But timing wise, that's pretty perfect. It's kind of interesting. If you would have said in the preseason, who are the three Cubs position players that will have breakout seasons or really show you that they can be some part of the future. And if you would have said Morel Velasquez, small sample size, and Horner would have kind of chuckled because I wasn't sure any of them were going to necessarily be automatics. Horner, the most obvious, but you would have said who? Brennan Davis, Horner, and Madrigal? Would those been the three would have been? I probably Probably. would have, and Madrigal especially. Going into the season, he was the guy who, for me, just personally, I was really thinking I want to see what this guy does playing second base nearly every day maybe hitting toward the top of the lineup. Um, and so definitely have not have yeah. not been right on that one. And then, you know, Brendan Davis, this injury just took that opportunity to, away. But I think if Davis was healthy, we might also be talking about him. And so we'd have three young outfielders who whose development we're following really closely. Well, and, then, and then the fact that, like, Morrell wasn't even really on the major league radar Mm-mm. for a long time. Like, the reason he, he got – called up from double a like he wasn't gonna, even at the triple a level yet but they called him up because they had so many freaking holes on the on the field because of injuries and stuff that they just needed someone that could play and fill and plug some holes and he was the you know the, the guy that is, they deemed ready to make that jump and they let him play every day ross was starting him in center or starting him wherever and batting him lead off for like most of the first three weeks of the season like that was of his season like that was just they let him play and he shined mm-hmm. you know he had a great a really, really good first few weeks at the big league level, and he's—I mean—he's maintained it. He's not—he's not again. He's not setting the world on fire anymore, right. but he's still been consistently good defensively. He consistently puts good at bats, good at bats together. Um, even if he doesn't have three hits in a game, like he generally gets gets on base at least once every game. Like he's just letting him, letting him kind of figure things out at the big league level, and letting him play every day has done wonders for him already. And so when we go back to a guy like Velasquez, like that should be him as well. I know the outfield is kind of, um, uh, what's the word? 
there's a lot of outfielders, a lot of mm-hmm. playing talent yeah. need to go around in the outfield. Crowded. It's crowded. Yeah, it's crowded. That's the word I'm looking for. It's crowded. But I also think that you know, if he, if Ian Happ gets traded or whatever, like there there's going to be a spot there if that happens. But also the DH helps with that. The last guys can just get at bats every day. That's going to do a lot for him just to develop at the big league level. Well, Cody, that's what they were just. Uh, Robbie was asking on the chat what we talked about a little bit in pregame or might have been during the live in game. I suggested if the Cubs go ahead and win their last nine games before the trade deadline, is there any chance they would change their mind? Because I had said last year before the 10-game losing streak, I still didn't care. If they had won 10 more in a row, it would have been really awkward because they were still going to trade those guys at the end of last season. I believe that's the case again. Do you still believe that too? Like. <laughs> Listen, yeah, so they're nine, going nine to sell. in a row is not coming. It's it's they're, not coming. But even if it did, they'd still be trading all they're these guys. Sell. Now they, I would say I might think differently if they weren't so far back. Like if they were like fifteen hundred and, and then won nine in a row, yeah, they'd be right there in the wild card chase. I I would expect them to not necessarily go full all in to buy, but like maybe do something. Like they could they could be like what the Orioles situation is, where the Orioles could sell and buy at the same yeah. time. But, but still again, trade. They'd still trade Wilson. But yeah, they probably right. would. But again, though, they, they. I don't think they would sell like a lot of us think they're like they're. We that last show we just did. We talked about eight or nine different guys they can move. So maybe they don't. So maybe they don't sell and, yeah. all of them. Like maybe yeah. Ian Happs is definitely still going to be here. I still think he's going to be here anyway. But I, I'm just saying, like I think they would have reason to at least believe in a few of these other guys. But again, that that is what it is. Like, we're twenty games under. They're not going to win nine in a row. But yeah, it it took most of the afternoon. But Michael's joined the chat. Ricketts waved is. the white flag two years ago. Yeah. Oh is. yeah, I've seen it. And <laughs> believe it or not, he though, he Ricketts. didn't start the negativity in the chat. Like I don't. It came out of nowhere. Oh, you know, I made the Ricketts. joke about you know how, you know. <laughs> It's, it's, you know, don't let me talk myself back into, you know, them winning 19 in a row or whatever. And then, then, then Brandon Katz comes in. He's like, Ricketts is so cheap that Cubs sell out almost every game no matter how bad they are, and they still didn't pay Brian. And since then, it's just been a waterfall of negativity. I mean, I just like – the as Cubs just swept the Phillies, man. The Savor the flavor. You know what it is. Savor the flavor. Be happy for the day. Come back, yeah. come back tomorrow for the Tom yeah. Ricketts talk. <laughs> it's yeah. the sugar high the donuts is wearing off for everybody. Yeah. That's yeah. probably right. what's oh, really yeah. going it's on. It's crashing now. Cody, yeah. speaking of negativity, how did your bets do today? Because I will tell you that my bets on points bet today were spectacular. Yeah. I won $9.17. <laughs> I'm now up to $53.26 in my account because... I bet on the Phillies and the under. Well, I almost bet the Phillies. I bet the under once the game had started, which yeah. I, I at eight and a half. And then I, wa- I was going to bet the Phillies to come back and win, and they were changing the line at the time, so it rejected my bid. You, Thank you goodness out. I, I, you I lucked, lucked out. out. So I'm yeah, I'm a uh, winner. How about this you? Morning, this morning I tweeted from my personal account, Cody underscore CHGO. I said, hey – we're doing live. We're, we're live streaming during the entire Cubs game today. Come tune in and watch me lose all my bets. What did you do? You came and watched us and watched me lose all my bets. That is what happened. I lost every bet. Like it, it's actually it's so bad that it's impressive almost in a way. But you know what? I'm gonna wake up tomorrow. I'm gonna do it all again. Hopefully, throw a winner in there at some point. Well, at this point, Luke should be doing my spot for CHGO bets daily. I mean. 
Look, it's your I'm spot. Just, it's your spot. <laughs> you are Mr. Points Bet. And David does agree, by the way. He says, some of us have been with you for four plus hours, gentlemen. The sugar high yes. has worn off. Oh, yeah. And, I, I'm and we appreciate the four and a half hours. Right. I'm yeah. impressed by the people who have been here yeah. the whole time, which is but Jared, you Jared, awesome. you, you, you won some bets, I too. won a little bit of money today. You had no I, run first yeah. inning. That's right. Yeah. I, uh, I got no run first inning, which paid out $10.75. I was hoping for a... Oh, uh, I was going to say, where was my cha-ching? No. I was expecting for a little cash right. register action. Okay. Well, well, anyway. And then I, of course, did not. I bet the over, so that's going to cost me five bucks. Um, but I also, <laughs> Sorry. I player to get a hit, Christopher Morell. So that's a payout of $6.34. Nice. So a good day for me on points bet. Yeah, great yeah. day for you. Um, not a good day for me, but either way. Points bet should thank you, Joe. There it is. They should definitely and for the donuts. They should they should just let me be like their ambassador. How many good days do you have with points bet? I'm sure the days are all good. Half the days, and I'd have more money if I'd stop placing future bets. But that's what happens when there's nothing to bet on for a week. Thank you, All Star break. (laughs) Um, anyway, you know, the whole reason we're here is because of points bet, honestly, and like you know, I love them that much, so much because of that. But also, you know, again. They're a great supporter of CHGO. Great supporter. And when you use that PointsBet app, you download it like Stucky did. Use code CHGO when you sign up. You get two risk-free bets, folks. That's, that's two risk-free bets, up to $2,000. Uh, that's not it. $50 or more. First-time deposit, you receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. You even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO Locker. Uh, shirts mm-hmm. like what all four of us are wearing. Perhaps you can switch it up and like, you know, get a little Dope juicy. Merch. Maybe, you know, choose something different unlike us today. Um, yeah. Or the pint glass. Yeah, or the pint glass, right? I still can't believe we all wear the same shirt. Right. I, I, that was <laughs> just, amazing. That's the real win of the day right, right here. I was like all like, because remember the other, the other day we all wore CHGO shirts, but they were all different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we just all somehow having to pick this one to wear today. Synced up. Yeah. Just think, it's really impressive, honestly. All right, go uh, So that's $2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free T-shirt from CHGO Locker, all for making a $50 or more first-time deposit at PointsBet. If you have any questions, you can email PointsBet at allCHGO.com, and we'll help you out. You're home for live in-play betting. Just got even better. See an edge in the game you are watching. Is your favorite team prime for a comeback? Stucky got weird and tried to bet against the Cubs, which is, you know, it's not even weird. I do it all the time. Uh, but thankfully, <laughs> say, thankfully, what? points bet points bet is so fast when yep. it comes to their live odds that Stucky couldn't place the bet. Because, base, a base hit went across. Yes, based off base a hit runner, that happened. Like, so, like, you got to be real quick with it. Yep. To get that the best value, got to be real fast. Don't so, hesitate. Don't just watch the game. Bet along with it live. Sit here and watch us talk about it live. More live betting, more live markets, faster live cash outs. Follow along with your bets the moment the hit and stay in the app, live action all game long. Download the Points Bet app right now and use promo code CHGO. So what are you waiting for? It's time to elevate your live betting game. Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with Points Bet. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counselor counseling and referral services. I'm going to tell you guys about Owen because you're 
again, thinking, how does this guy survive? He had two donuts today. How did he get through it all? <laughs> and here's the real reason. Owen is only what you need. Owen is a 100% plant-based protein shake that gives you nutrition that works as hard as you do. Their products are free of artificial ingredients, allergen-friendly, no gluten, no dairy, easily digestible. I first heard about it when I found out that Justin Fields, Bears quarterback, QB1, was on a plant-based diet. He loves Owen, and now Owen and CHGO have partnered up to give you an awesome offer. 20% off your first purchase at liveowen.com. That's L-I-V-E-O-W-Y-N.com with the code CHGO20. Join me, Justin Fields, and try Owen, only what you need. That's what I did before I left the house. That was the baseline this morning, to s- early before we got here. Then you can get the donuts after the Owen. And then yeah. I have my athletic greens you at you. night. And there I, you, you know, You're set. Sometimes I reverse that. Right. But it's all good. Uh, Cubs win. It's a sweep. That's four straight wins for the Cubs. Uh, we were talking about, we've been here all, as David said on the chat, some of us have been here like four and a half hours uh, just talking Cubs baseball, yeah. hanging out all afternoon, hanging out with points bet. It's been fun. Uh, now the Cubs continue their road trip, correct? Pittsburgh? They are back home for They're two. They're home for two. It's one of those That's real right. real quick homestands because yeah. they're home Monday and Tuesday and then back on the road. Right. So just two at Wrigley and then out. So this could be, if you want to see Wilson Contreras for the your last, last time. I, I didn't want to say it. It's, this could be your last chance. It's, you know what? I won't say anything else because it's, it's been a positive Cubs afternoon with the, the sweep and the win, but... We did, all our, we did all our wages, though, already on the who's going where, what team, what date. Yep. Who do you think is the first guy traded? Who's the first domino on the Cubs? Rafael Ortega. I think Ortega's the first guy? Yeah, for I think some it, weird I, reason. I think it's going to be Robertson. I was going to say, I Robertson. think it might be Robertson. Yeah, I was and I was wondering right. if today's game was enough for somebody. Right, they see this. He got, in, got himself in a jam, but he gets... Yeah. Or if well, we want to see his work out of it. If we say Smiley after this, and if we say, like, That's they true. don't want him to pitch one again. Before and again, you're not going to ask for a boatload in return. No. That's I don't think. Trade to, and yeah. that starting pitching at this time of the year is, like, a premium. Like, that, that's what people, like, that, or that's what the trade deadline, you see a lot of, like, the, the starting pitching is, like, the thing. And somebody, somebody who can also function maybe as like a swingman type pitcher. I think so as too. Well. I think he could do that too. So I could see a team jumping him on on him early because they want to lock him down for he can slide into the rotation when we need him, um, but he can also pitch some long relief, do a piggyback start, something along those lines. So yeah, maybe Smiley, but I, I I have a feeling it's Smiley Robertson. One of those are those those will be the first guys to go, and it could happen. Right. Any minute now. Like, he might not, might not leave, uh, leave right. Philadelphia as a, as a Cubs player anymore. That's right. They'll put him on a different plane. Max is saying on the chat, left field vibe is going to be good tomorrow night. And I was just looking at the forecast to see what it was like. Wrigley Field, it's going to be a real oh, nice night. 76 for a high on Monday and sunny and 82 and sunny on Tuesday. Cool. So at night you're looking at low 70s. Hard to beat Ooh. that. Hard to beat that. Wow. Yeah. We've had like, no sweat in the we've outfield. We've had a, a very like mild July this year. Like the temperatures haven't gotten too crazy high this month, which I'm like usually by this time in July they're like at. We've had some 90s sometimes, mm-hmm. but not, not not as many not, as you would not as bad. Get. Yeah, not. I don't think we've have we even hit a hundred. I don't think we've hit a hundred. I don't. Think no, we but have. we don't hit a hundred that often here. We do hit it like at we least do. Once yeah, a year. We hit it. Yeah. a couple times a year. We haven't. I don't think we're going to. 
been it's been all right. I've enjoyed uh, but that I mean that's pretty much perfect night baseball weather. Yeah, it's as, about as good as it gets. Low seventies. Cody might have to leave me stranded here in the studio and go out to Wrigley go, Field. Go out to a game. Be sitting here by my instead of having three people sitting here, I'll just be sitting by myself. By with yourself, a with empty the, box of donuts and with the, the cardboard cutout sign I made <laughs> saying "Be right back." Uh, yeah, Cubs win. Robertson was a story. Velasquez was a story. I got to give Yam Gomes credit. Like, I, I knew he was going to be a – I thought Gomes and VR were going to be similar signings, to be honest with you. Guys that had been in the league, that had been around, but they, did, they weren't signings that, were, that um, got you excited about anything. They were, mm-hmm. just, they were just traditional major league players that you'd seen around before. Jan Gomes has been a nice signing. I don't think they're, I don't think they're moving him. But I just wish he would have. It would have been that signing on a different team. Yeah, because a, a competitive it team. Because he'd be a great right. backup catcher on a competitive it, team. Yeah, it would have helped you more um, in that kind of a situation. And I think he's going to be good too. And I, I keep going back to this, but when the time comes when a certain Cubs catcher is no longer a Cubs catcher, um, and you're looking at Jan Gomes, PJ Higgins behind the plate. Yep. A lot more. I think it, it helps a lot. And maybe if Miguel Amaya does come up this year at some point, I know with the Tommy John, he's just DHing. He's yeah. probably not going to spend any time behind the plate. But to get the chance to share the clubhouse a little bit with a veteran catcher like Jan Gomes is super valuable experience. And so there's even beyond, you know, the next week or so, um, when the makeup of the roster changes a little bit, Jan Gomes is going to provide you value beyond what happens on the field. Yeah, and that's one of those things where it's like you, know, you look at his stats and like his offensive numbers aren't there. He had a great day today at the plate, but obviously just the whole season, he's not. He's been a below average hitter, below league average hitter. But the way all the pitchers from you know Kyle Hendricks has been in the league for I think nine nine seasons now or something like that, down to guys like Justin Steele and Keegan, like guys that are still newer in their careers. All of them rave about Jan Gomes. Mm-hmm. Jan right. Gomes being able to, you know, his ability to catch, his ability to call a game, just all the stuff they rave about him. So I think despite the bat not being there consistently, he's consistently providing a good veteran catching presence behind the plate for these guys. So when guys like Justin and Keegan are developing, Jan Gomes is having, having that veteran catcher that knows right. how to work with a pitching staff and good pitching staffs too, um, that, that, that is very intangible value but it's like it's intangible value but you, you kind of know it when you see it kind of you see thing. the like, results on the field like it, helps. Yeah. it helps it helps you yeah. can't like quantify i don't know if you can quantify like what jan gomes can do behind the i don't know if there's a, yeah all advanced stats now so maybe they can, they can <laughs> they, maybe there is a some stat some measurement of that yeah but, yeah. but he just the C value war he, or something yeah. like that catcher war sea yeah. war just yeah. the value he provides <laughs> as a as a as a, pro, as a, as a veteran catcher war. Yeah, something like that. But, um, yeah, I, for the young pitchers, too, you're right. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't mention that, but that's absolutely true. For young developing guys like Justin Steele, Keegan Thompson, um, Alzali, if he comes back later in the season, who still is a fairly young pitcher. He's got a lot more major league experience, but definitely still has some development to do. Having a catcher like Gomes in your, on your roster in your clubhouse, that's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of value that that adds. Um, so yeah, I agree. I like the signing. I feel like it's worked out a 
pretty much how, how they wanted how, it to. How I mean, yeah, to, yeah, that's the thing. The ability to that Wilson is not catching every single game and leading yeah. the league, leading the majors by a lot in innings caught has helped him have one of the best seasons. Increased his trade his value. Yeah, that that I think that's exactly what the Cubs wanted is Jan Gomes to come in, let Wilson have fresher legs more often, and you see what you see the results. Yeah. He's a you know, National League starting catcher at the All Star game. Like that's I think yeah. I agree with both of you. I think, I think the signing has worked out how the Cubs envisioned it working out for him. Um, sorry, I haven't said a lot. Um, <laughs> you know that donut? Well, I've been reading the chat a lot, and, like, you know, everything you guys are saying I'm pretty much agreeing with, so that's why I, haven't <laughs> lot, I had a lot to say. But I, I've been reading the chat a lot, uh, and Jack and Brandon are – Going back, and they're forth. going back and forth, asking, and, and they've they've brought up the question that I feel like you know is decent that that we could talk about is, you know, which team could win the World Series in the next five years, the Phillies or the Cubs, and uh, Jack's or you know Brandon's argument is you know they have they have you know really ob- obviously I've named guys that you can think of, but their problem is is their farm system sucks, and you know coming into this season, yeah, they're. They're ranked number 26 at the preseason. I don't know what it is now, but at the preseason is 26. Obviously, the Cubs were mid-tier, but they're going to be a top 10 farm system by the end of the year. So, at this point, when you think about the future for the Cubs and the potential, like, in a way, I could, I guess you could, you could argue maybe that the Cubs have a better future, futuristic outlook than the Phillies, but... Current day, no, but maybe future. I mean, not yeah, currently. If you're no, saying like this the, season, again, no. Again, yeah. in the next in the next five years, yeah. like if if the Cubs farm system continues to like it starts to shell out like f- prospects like the Dodgers always do, like because that's kind of like that's the vibe we're getting from Jed and Carter Hawkins is like that they they want to consistently, you know, have talent coming in and out of the system, right? Because that's the mistake they made when you know under Theo. That was, you know, yeah, they couldn't develop more pro- more talent, right? Yeah. So, theoretically, in, in five years, yeah, like, I guess you could argue that maybe the Cubs could be in a better situation than the Phillies, but I also can't say that the Phillies won't win a World Series with Bryce Harper, Zach Wheeler, <laughs> Aaron Nola, yeah. Kyle Schwarber, and you know Nick Castellanos is going to get back to the form that he, we're used to seeing him in. Like, they have, they have guys there. They have been a very – like – they were really hot for a while, you know, after they fired Girardi. And, like, this is just three – they just got swept by the Cubs at the start of the All-Star break. That's that's not good. That doesn't mean that they're done, though. Like, it's – like, it, we're mid-July, and they're – like, they're going to be in that race for that last wild-card spot for sure. That's – you know, but like, for, as chance. far as World Series, are they ready to – could they win the World Series this year? I don't think so. Could they win the World Series in the next five years? Yeah, but if they yeah. actually, you know – Fix their defense, that's for sure. And they just might have to they just might have to pay for it. Yeah. Right. As as far as developing it. You know, the the disagreement or the conversation between Brandon and Jack, I it's been I going get on it. For a while. I, I would mm-hmm. yeah, it has been going on for a while. I would say it it's sort of exactly what's going on in Major League Baseball. Teams are trying to decide exactly what they're talking about. Are we better off being in the middle of the pack right now? with an outside chance of making one of those extra playoff spots mm-hmm. with we've got some star power 
or but no farm system, or are we better just tearing it all down, hoping that a bunch of prospects hit, and then paying the money out to go get some guys, and it's, which is what the Cubs are trying to do. Right. It's like even with the Bulls, are you better off being in the middle of the NBA, or are you better off being at the top of the lottery? And it, it, honestly, it's sort of what's wrong with baseball. Right. Like you should be trying to do what the Phillies are doing. They're spending money. They've got two star pitchers. They've got two or three star hitters. Yeah. If Hoskins would do something like you've got some players there. They're not, they're really not that far away. And in baseball, unlike basketball, if you get into the postseason, anything can happen. Pretty yeah. much anything can yeah. happen. Would I think they'd do it? No, the odds be low because they don't have enough starting pitching, but they do have two good front line guys which is way more important than having depth in that starting rotation once you get to yeah. the postseason. So right. that would make them a little more dangerous. I'm still not sure they have enough pitching. Yeah. Well, and I, and I, I agree. Also, I, I think that's the, that is the big question that's going on in the sport right now. And I think you have more teams that are leaning toward let's be willing to lose for a, a mm -hmm. season or two or even let's more. Tank. Let's tank for a while. Um, but I'm like you. I would rather see teams operate like they're trying to win. <laughs> we're trying to win, and even if it means we're chasing a wild card spot for right now, we're at least trying to be competitive. Because it it really bothers me when we have the teams that are just openly tanking and we're we're making no effort to be competitive at all. Because it's unfair to your fan base, number one. Right. But it's also it's, it's in a way it's sort of unfair to the rest of the league because yeah. now you have. You know, take the teams in the AL East, for instance, and it's super competitive because there's four good teams Your there. Your fifth-place team is, like, what, are the Orioles 500 still? Yeah, the and Orioles are, yeah, they're 500. Like, the last team in your division is a 500 team, but yeah. you then you compare that to what the NL Central looks like, and these these guys are like, we're in the same league? Like, you guys don't even, you know, we're, we're operating in totally different ways. Yeah. And it's, I really wish... It wasn't that way. But the, half, the half tank is the way that I would like to see it operate. Like, yeah. if you're the Cubs, it makes sense to get rid of one or two guys. I don't, I don't like trading guys that could be pieces of your future well, and then it's like if the, you sign them. And it's like mm -hmm. the Yankees in, in 16. Like, they were losing. They weren't, like, they, they went and they sold. They, they traded uh, Andrew Miller and they traded Chapman at the mm -hmm. deadline. And then next year they were... Were they back in the World Series? They were right. Yeah, they were in the series. They went to the championship series. And not only that, Chapman was back on the Yankees. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, so, yeah, we'll flip him at the trade deadline, but you're back. right back. Yeah. Well, that's and, and that's the thing. It's like, perfect for Contreras if, you, if he'd be willing to do yeah, it. It's right. like, it's like, or if they're willing this, to do it. This Cubs thing right now is rebuilding. Like Whether they won't say it or whether or not they'll say it, it's a rebuild. But teams, and then I agree with you guys, it's like, yeah, and I when when you spend money like the Phillies do, the Phillies did, or like you, any team does, and, and it doesn't work out, yeah, that sucks. But at the same time, like the, the the whole point of playing a baseball game is to win. The whole point of playing the game is to win. Mm -hmm. So why why teams would actively try to lose as much as they can? It it's it's like a shame. It, it I, is. I, it's a shame. Like and, and I think it um, devalues the sport a little bit because it's like these, the, the whole point again is to win. And you are actively trying to do the opposite of that. Like that's that's just, not I will, that's not my favorite way to do things. And to say to fans that you should continue to feel at all invested in this product, even though we are very openly saying we're not trying to win, we're not trying to be competitive. And and I'm thinking too, just in this division, 
in cities that have historic franchises. I mean, the Cincinnati Reds are the first professional baseball team in the United States. And now we've gotten to the point where now you have an, the owner there who's saying, well, maybe we should just move the team. It's preposterous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even the Pittsburgh Pirates. That's at one, at one point in our in baseball's history, you would have thought of them as close to a dynasty. Yeah. But then now look where we are. So, yeah, it's, it's an insult to fans, and it bugs me when we sell to this idea to fans that, no, 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 this is okay. This is a good thing. It's not. I will, like, I know every team has their, their reasons for doing this. I, I mean, again, what you all, I agree with what you're all saying. Do I think team, like, outside of the Oakland A's, just because they have just a long history of showing that they do this, so, but, like, a lot of teams out there, a lot of the problem that they go through these rebuilds like they do every five years is because they just don't want to pay their their top. I mean, the, the yeah. A's traded Matt Olson. They traded Josh Donaldson in his prime. Like, they, they have a history of it. The Cubs, the reason that they're in this situation, and we've talked about it way too many times, is they just could not develop more talent on the farm. So in, in a way, I understand, like, why the Cubs are in the situation they're in, and I, like, support, like, what we're trying to do in terms of, like, rebuilding the farm and – you know, getting like just getting some dudes, but yeah, if you're gonna do that, you can't have the most expensive experience in baseball, or second most according to that graph that was went viral on Twitter last week. Uh, you can't, you know, charge twelve to fourteen dollar beers. <laughs> you can't like you can't do a lot of things that 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 Cubs ownership is doing. In, in my in my opinion. And if you are, then, yeah, we can all sit here and, and hold you guys accountable and yell about you. And, and, like, yeah, I don't blame people for doing that. But as far as, like, building a team and everything, I think, especially in today's game, like, you really got to have that farm system. So, I you know, I get I get the, the argument between, like, which team ha- has the better shot in the next five years. Yeah, I'd love to have Bryce Harper. I'd love to have Kyle Schwarber on the our roster, and I'd love to have Nick Castellanos and everything. But it also comes down to, like, how how you're building your roster, too. And, like, I will say, like, I don't really like the Phillies roster. I don't, like, and the fact that their farm system doesn't help either, like, they're really banking on their free agent signings to to hit. And if they don't, then who's who's going to be held accountable? Who Like, who who's going to pay for those mistakes? You know what I mean? I at, On one end, you can be like, well, their front office went for it. They tried, like. You get that. On the other end, like, well, you didn't win. They Hell, they haven't even made the playoffs since they got Bryce Harper. You know what I mean? Like, they have really been a more disappointing team in terms of you look at the roster and you're like, how has this team not, like, even made a deep playoff run yet? So, and, and, and maybe you can argue the fact that their farm system isn't very good at all. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I do – for me personally, I do like the idea of, you know, building that farm system, getting those young guys up there – find that core within your own organization and then spending on those big, those big, uh, big contracts. But then the, then the key after that is sustainability. Can you sustain that? And there's very few teams in baseball that can, that have done it. The Astros, the Yankees, the Red Sox more often than not, like those, the the, Dodgers, especially how I didn't even say the Dodgers. Well, Yes, exactly. That's well. the way you avoid a tear down. Right. Yeah. You you Drafting avoid your having well. you avoid not having to replenish your farm system by selling off guys that you don't need to sell by drafting well. 
So right. that the Cubs not... had a void of good draft picks yeah. for too long of a period, right. and it sunk the franchise. Then you have right. to trade to yes. get the guys that the other exactly. teams drafted because they were drafting better. Exactly. And you end up signing guys you shouldn't have signed. Right. Mm-hmm. The money starts going to bad contracts to try and fill the holes, which they did for an eternity of my life. Like most of my lifetime, it was just like guy coming in, big contract, not worth it. Doesn't you know? Yeah. Doesn't work out. Um, so. Chicago sports fan, your home for the best Chicago sports coverage is now partnering with the leader in sports merchandise and collectibles. CHGO has teamed up with FOCO to secure your access to the best collectibles and gear around, whether it's Bears, Cubs, White Sox, Blackhawks, Bulls. FOCO's got something for you, your kid, a friend, or a loved one. Looking for some new gear, collectibles, or accessories? FOCO has officially licensed gear for men, women, kids, with everything from bobbleheads to swimsuits to Crocs. FOCO has you covered with the best Chicago merchandise of your favorite team. Head over to FOCO.com and click the link below in the YouTube description. For the all non-presale items, use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. Crocs, now that is a vibe we have not seen yet on the show. And I've never had a pair of Crocs, but I, everybody tells me that has a pair of Crocs, like they're the most comfortable things you'll well, ever Crocs put on are your like feet. apparently in now. They're back. They only, the, the, thing, packs, the thing is, fanny packs are coming the, back. The thing is, no. Crocs were never in when they first debuted. No. They are no. only now becoming like a thing. Crocs, like, they're big in Wisconsin. Crocs mean you've Huge. given up on yourself. <laughs> when I was in school, no like, Crocs. N- no Crocs. Like oh. no Crocs. You probably would have got shamed. Yeah, so I mean, I've right heard, but I've so. heard they're super comfy. I've never I, had I mean, them. I've heard it. I, they were in. I don't remember Crocs. Says a guy who had a pair of Crocs. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's why he says it. That's yeah. why he says they were in at one point because yeah. he had them. I saw my good friend Mike Dubs. He's been in the chat sometimes today. Uh, oh, he Portillo's. got the Portillo's ones. Uh, Portillo's like sent him some or whatever. I Portillo's don't know how. Crocs. Yeah, yeah, Portillo's Crocs. Look at now. Here, this is a tip for somebody investing. Rachel says they're stupid expensive right now because they're fashionable. See, Europe does everything ahead of us. So if you don't think Crocs are are popular now, if they're popular in London, look out. In two years, these four idiots are all going to be sitting up here. All four oh. of us wearing Cubby Crocs or um, something. I will, CHGO I will, Crocs I will, might be our giveaway. I will, I will chop m- my feet off. Yeah, I will. <laughs> yeah. Before I put on. If a pair I'm of Crocs. wearing Crocs in CHGO two years, Crocs. put this on the record. If I am wearing Crocs in two years on this on this podcast, I will have gone crazy. <laughs> Crazy. If you see me as in a someone pair of Crocs. who wears fire on their feet every day, if you catch no. me in Crocs, <laughs> I please, Cody, like, get fire me some on help. Feet, if I ever up. wear Crocs on this show, <laughs> if I ever wear Crocs on the show, I hope Kevin and Jake or our, our bosses are watching. If I wear Crocs on the show, fire me. They will pull you into the like, office, right? Yeah, like, like, like throw listen. me out of the office if, Heck, if you see you've me. You've done a great Where's job. the Moses sandals? The the Birkenstocks? Nah, I'd, Birkenstocks. I'd go Bir- I'd go Birkenstocks. sandal. I'd go Birks over Crocs. I, I saw Peck. He parted the Red Sea in those things. <laughs> Peck, where's the I'll Moses say this. sandals? I mean, Matt That's Peck so is funny. his own. He's his yeah, own he's vibe. Yeah, he's his own vibe, right? He his does things that he's a, a mere mortal right man can't get away with, but... I, I'm with you guys. If you find Crocs on my feet, it's probably that's like a, a distress call. I'm trying to signal you that I've been kidnapped or something is wrong. I'm under <laughs> send duress help. In it's some an way. SOS send of help. some kind. That's an SOS. If you see Crocs, things on my are not feet. okay. Yeah, something <laughs> what, is wrong. What if? Uh, what if? Who could I think? Of? What if James Trianto starts showing up at Wrigley Field in Crocs? 
And then the next day, Christian Hernandez shows up, and he's wearing Crocs. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you're out there in the left field bleachers, Cody, and Bleacher <laughs> Jeff's wearing Crocs. <laughs> and all of a sudden, everybody around you is wearing Crocs, and Obvious shirts start selling Crocs. And you're uh, like, oh, obvious, obvious here Crocs? comes Corey. Corey's got Crocs on. You might change your mind. No. Not a chance. Never, ever, ever, ever. Not a chance. Anyways. They uh, also try to sell those high-platform shoes. You ever seen any clogs? No, no, no. Like just, just any shoe. They're like high platform now. Like oh, like sneakers with the yeah, real. Yeah. I don't it's like. It's mainly that like I've seen mainly females do this. Like my girlfriend's got a few pairs, and she, I have let her know that I think they are hideous. <laughs> All right, like, like that's a bold if they're doing right that there. in Europe, then like in that or that started in Europe two years ago, and now it's made its way to the U.S. Then I promise you again that. Then I you, will have a serious problem if I am wearing Crocs in two years. You know Europe has fallen. Yes. If that's, yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, Naked Man's back out. Hey, Naked Man. Luke, that's your... Did we get 30000 yet? Does Luke have to go back on the balcony? We got to check. <laughs> check right now. Again, he's talking to somebody. He's talking to himself. Oh. We're 27 people away. 20, I don't want to make eye contact. 29,973. Wow. Well, yeah. I, you're gonna you're gonna escape from today without having to do it. David Elliott says uh, Bleacher Jeff and Danny Rocket wearing Crocs. See, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. They've already started the trend. Corey going to Mario Batali, uh, rocking the orange Crocs in a few years. No, no. Uh, so two with the Pirates, then they go out and play the Giants, right? Four, yep. Four yeah. with the Giants. So they got they got two. Got tomorrow and Tuesday home Pirates. Four in San Francisco over the weekend, and then that Monday's off. And that leads into the Cardinal Series trade deadline. I'll, I'll give you this. The so they swept the Phillies, a team hoping to make the postseason. What are the odds they can sweep the Pirates in two games? They They're won't. Due. It's a split at best. That, that, that's, I wouldn't be that's surprised That's how they, they roll. Yeah. They, they, be, they, they play up to their competition sometimes. They really do. Yeah. They seem yeah. to play better against the good teams, except for when they got smoked by the Dodgers and Yankees. They got, they got Samson. Tomorrow against right. JT Brubaker. Keegan Thompson next on Tuesday Keegan. against Bryce Wilson. So I, I will guarantee I, I think, one win against the Pirates this week. I don't think one. it'll be yeah. it's that Tuesday game. I yeah. like them to win. Well, you that won't one. you won't yeah. guarantee two. No. No. <laughs> no. But they have won four in a row. So you know, savor the flavor, folks. I you know, back to kind of like what we were talking about with, with Jack and Brandon. Before the Crocs. Like, before Dude, the Crocs, this, this yeah. Been going on, like, like I just I I I get where Jack's coming from in a certain stance of, like, this team isn't that, like, as far away as, like, what, you know, a lot of the national media is perceived or, you know, just if you're a casual Cubs fan, you probably think this is five years away. Like, you know, of course, a lot of things have to go right on the farm, but I like what they did in the draft, and I, you know, we're, we talked about it during pregame, I think it was, where, you know, last night, on the farm alone, there was it was a great night for Cub, for Cubs prospects mm-hmm. on the farm last night. I'm not saying all those guys are going to turn into the greatest players in Cubs history, but you gotta hope there's some there's some that are going to mm-hmm. be here and that are going to be part of the next great team. You get you figure out who those guys are, mix them in with Christopher Morel and perhaps maybe Nelson Velasquez, and then you got Nico Horner, you got Say Suzuki, Marcus Stroman. Like the team does like the the. Futuristic outlook doesn't look that bad. No, like, I don't, I, yeah, I don't you, think so at all. You, yeah. you, you figure that out, make some small but smart moves in this offseason, maybe add a 
big-time free agent at shortstop or second base, whatever. You play Nico Horner second or shortstop. It doesn't matter to me. And and you go into next year and you're like, eh, this isn't as bad as I perhaps thought. And that's even me thinking that if they trade Contreras. Now, if they trade half, then I might change my mind. But, again, I, there there is talent here. It's it, there this That's the difference between the beginning of la, the last rebuild in 2012 and now. There is actual talent here outside of Starling Castro and Anthony Rizzo. So, like... There are things to be excited about, and I and and to me, like I do, you know, if you have that farm system and you can bring those some of those guys up, create some sort of culture that way, and then keep busting that talent out into your from your farm into the major league roster as years go on, then yeah, like the Cubs should have plenty of chances to be in the playoffs, in contention for a World Series down the line if they do all of that right. Of course, it's going to take a while. It's not going to happen overnight. But the way that, what I'm saying is, if I had to choose, would I rather the Cubs do what they're doing now or just spend money like the Phillies are when yeah. they have a system like they do? No, I would choose what the Cubs are doing. Cho- yeah, well, I think it's the smarter path I just if yawned. you're trying to get good again. Um, I, just, I just yawned really bad. You did? Like I had a, had a pretty deep one. Well, you've been awake for like five hours now. Like, time I'm for sorry a, for just like – no. Rant. I don't even and, call and, that a rant. It's more of just like an explanation of like how I feel about the situation. And part of I wasn't the yawning thing, at you, by the way. Oh, okay. I was just yawning in general. Sean Gallagher in the chat. I don't. <laughs> I'm not angry at you. Some people might be in the chat. Like he's saying, honestly, guys, I want to. I want the trade pieces to play well, but I want us to lose every game from here on out. I want to be top three in the draft lottery. No point in winning games right now. It's about development. I get that. Listen, I know some people don't believe you ever root against your team. And, and, and that's not the spirit of the game. But I'm not going to tell you that's wrong. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. Cub how you want to cub, man. That's what the franchise is. <laughs> that's pretty much what the franchise is saying. It's about the development, and we don't care if we win games. So why wouldn't, why wouldn't you expect some fans to feel that way? Yeah, I mean, fans might feel that way, but in – in no world do players ever no, feel that no, way. No, no, not players. No. I'm but saying, yeah, yeah. like, higher, higher up the list, right. they're, they're obviously okay with not winning games yeah. because right. they are trying to get to the better draft pick. They, they are not concerned about how many games they win. They would like to win games because they would like to see some of these individual guys play well enough that that leads to a few wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if they really cared about winning, they'd be adding. <laughs> they're they're cared right. about winning in the future. Right. Yeah, yeah, they're adding that's what they're for care. the That's future. what they care about. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So, I don't know. This has been fun. You guys, uh, should we do this again? The whole uh, live in-game thing. I liked it. It was fun. I, I think I, we should do this like on August second, like three hours go. before the deadline. That's fair. I. Oh, that could get ugly. <laughs> I think it's kind of. I think it's kind of cool. You think it's ugly just... with Naked Man showing up five <laughs> oh, times yeah. in the show? Like, wait. Right. I think it was kind of cool. Like. Just like having the chat like open yeah. and people watching us watch a baseball game, yeah, like, like literally like that's just like, that's that's us sitting on the couch. We just moved it in front of the camera, like when we're sitting on the couch watching a game here. Like that's it was fun. How, that's pretty it's much how those go. Yeah, remember that time when I uh, reset like five passwords and I bet live on points bet? That was awesome, <laughs> huh? That was impressive. impressive. There were a lot of impressive things. Smiley, the impressive. Real. Velasquez, impressive. Jan Gomes, impressive. I reset multiple passwords. And placed wagers and won on points bet. And the Cubs won. 
Now we'll see if they continue. Four in a row. Oh, thank the slow. Going <laughs> slow five clap. tomorrow, Thanks. baby. And I had more. donuts. And I had donuts. This was uh, the Luke Stuckmeyer oh, game. No, this was the, not. The jig. Your little jig in front of the camera. The little, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. that's where. You that's want to see Luke Stuckmeyer shake his booty, go to our Twitter that's account. Where, that's where <laughs> that will forever be the moment when Luke Thickmeyer was born. Like that, <laughs> that, that, that is where the name. If, if in a year someone Luke calls Thickmeyer. you that, we're like, oh, yeah, I do remember that I one believe day. his name is Stu Thickmeyer. <laughs> Steve <laughs> Thickmeyer. Uh, there you go. Thanks for dropping by the CHGO Cubs post-game show presented by PointsBet. All of the in-game stuff, the pre-game show. Some of you with us for four and a half hours. It's a long time. We appreciate it. Thanks for all the likes, all the support. And we will see you back here, Cubs Pirates, on Monday. Uh, Corey and Brendan will also have a series recap podcast for you, I believe coming out first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. So look for that. AllCHGO.com will have these two guys. Uh, Jared and Ryan will all be writing great articles uh, throughout the season. Make sure you sign up there. Till then, take care, fly the W, and thank you. See you.